it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Hello. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sleep. I travel a great deal. I travel all around the world. I just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border. And the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my MyPillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. I love my firm mattress with the MyPillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it, but it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life, and I can't wait to get back to it every time I travel. If you go to MyPillow right now with promo code CDM, you can get a 50% discount on the mattress toppers. Uh, my Lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now. Um, get them while they last. Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com and get the MyPillow mattress topper, the best sleep you will ever experience. Thank you very much. Now on to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. We've had Professor David Clements on several months ago after he was fired from his faculty job for standing up for the freedom agenda. But we've got him back now to talk about New Mexico. Welcome, uh, David. Thanks for coming on. Good to be with you. So, first of all, how are you doing personally? Uh, a lot's changed for you in the last year. Uh, <laughs> what's going on with David Clements these days? Oh, that puts it mildly. Um, <laughs> I, I happened to, to get in the fight on the most controversial hot button topics across the board mm -hmm. uh, with elections from day one. And it's created quite a bit of a bullseye on my back mm -hmm. and it, it made my situation at work untenable mm -hmm. uh, where people were out to get me fired. And, and eventually I actually wasn't fired for the election work. It was because I refused uh, to subject my students to the jab. Mm -hmm. and, Good for you. Uh, you know, I'm, I was a subject matter expert in consumer protection. And so I just, mm -hmm. I, I knew that what I was doing was unlawful, unconscionable. Yeah. Uh, but since that job was taken, I've, I've basically been overseeing audits and canvassing operations across uh, the country. And in my own backyard, there's a neighboring county in Otero. Mm -hmm. And right now, it seems like uh, CNN, Rachel Maddow, everyone is paying attention very closely to what's what's going on here because we have um, a story that's unlike any other uh, in the nation, which is we've got mm -hmm. a county commission that's prepared to withhold certification of the mm -hmm. primary election. And the same county commission has already telegraphed through a vote that they're not going to use Dominion going forward in the general election. They're getting rid of those Zuckerberg drop boxes. And so it's the little it's the little county and the little audit that could. Wow. So you were a former prosecutor, so you have a good idea of how all this flows in the, in the background logistically. But um, I don't know a lot about the primary in New Mexico. I know a lot in Georgia where it looks like the Dominion machines were 
used in a nefarious manner where, you know, they got the, the incumbents got huge margins that weren't in the polls. Was it, was it the same in New Mexico? Did you see that kind of result? Well, we're, we're seeing things that, you know, the, the most telling evidence that we keep running into is this thing called a cast vote record. Mm-hmm. Um, because Dominion and ESNS won't pr- produce the source code, which shows their mm-hmm. ability to actually manipulate and switch votes. Uh, they're hiding behind legal fictions that is proprietary. We can't show yeah. you how, how we're taking your vote, but we can make a, a very, very strong conclusion that machine-driven fraud's happening, and we're seeing that through the cast vote record. And, and simply mm-hmm. what a cast vote record is, is something that, you know, when you show up and submit your ballot, your paper ballot through a tabulator, that's you casting your vote. Right. And there's a record of the order in which our records are being cast. And there's this thing that, you know, might be lost on some of you, but in every election, anytime you have a candidate, they usually do a poll or a survey. Mm-hmm. And these are scientific polls. And mm-hmm. what makes them scientific is they have to abide by this thing called the law of large numbers. And so what you see yeah. is as long as you have a random survey uh, and it's randomly done, then you'll see some variability at the very beginning. But once you reach a sufficiently large enough number, it flatlines, it normalizes, and you have this, right. this flat, flat line. And you would think in an election that's random, where people randomly show up to the polls or randomly uh, submit an absentee ballot, you would see the same phenomenon. Everywhere that we get a hold of these cast vote records, and we've gotten them in over 12 states, in, wow. in numerous, numerous counties, you're seeing a phenomenon that absolutely violates the law of large numbers, where we see these linear spikes that are going towards a predetermined set point. Mm-hmm. We saw it in Pima County. We're seeing it in Otero County. We saw it in uh, Sandoval County. Um, so everywhere we look, we're seeing this problem. And what is what is the thing that is optimizing this? It's the machines themselves. So what our audit's done is focus more on the machine-driven fraud, and it perfectly complements the work of Dinesh D'Souza with with the 2,000 mules. So, um, you know, right now, confidence is at an all-time low. These commissioners are stuck between a a rock and a hard place because they're getting tremendous pressure to certify something that they know is fraudulent. And so right now we have a kind of a standoff between our commissions Mm -hmm. And the New Mexico Supreme Court, which is telling him, we don't care if this violates your conscience. You got to do it. So wow. we got to see how they're going to respond. So do you see this like multiplying into other counties behind the scenes? Or is it just kind of everybody's waiting to see what happens here? Well, we, we're seeing some victories in some places. We just talked mm-hmm. with a commissioner that I'm going to be visiting with tomorrow who's got a meeting on certification. Mm-hmm. And he's so he's so angry that the Supreme Court mm-hmm. took this tact that he's he's willing to risk going to jail because yeah. you know, the reality is in New Mexico that our standards, the EAC standards, the Election Assistance Commission standards aren't voluntary. We've codified them, meaning they're mandatory mm-hmm. to follow. And uh, our code requires that we are up to date with the most recent standards. And we're not. We have not been compliance with those standards for over a year. Um, in fact, our poll books. Mm-hmm. The last certification that we had on our poll books was from 2011. It's 2022. So it's illegal. In fact, our code says that if we're not up to date with the most recent standards, the secretary of state is compelled to decertify the voting system as a matter of law. And she hasn't. She actually hid this. We found this out through a a public records request that they withheld from us for over eight months. And Mm -hmm. we just got it. So we've been providing this to the commissioner saying, look, 
you can't in good conscience certify something where your system is illegal. And uh, so that's where we're at. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to be in front of two commissions and, and we're going to we're going to ask them to uphold the rule of law to make sure that people aren't going to be defrauded. So how is the Supreme Court ordering people to certify? I thought that was a county level decision. It is. It's mm -hmm. absolutely a county thing. But what they're doing is they're they're um, the secretary of state, very corrupt, uh, filed a lawsuit requesting this thing called a writ of mandamus. And a writ of mandamus is usually something that when you have a ministerial duty where there's no discretion at all on behalf of someone that's got to make a judgment, you can order them, thou shalt do your duty. Well, this, there's there's great abuse here. So they've, they filed a lawsuit for a writ of mandamus saying, make them certify these results. But wow. it's not a one-way ratchet. The commission has discretion to withhold certification until they are satisfied that their election is trustworthy. And, and so this is something where they are in a panic trying to do a top-down um, push. Uh, yeah. push to bully our commissioners. And so what we need is a form of legal permissible nullification where it's like, no, you can't hold us at gunpoint. You can't threaten us with prosecution um, and make us certify these things. Now, they something can, that's illegal. Right. Yeah, they're they're effectively asking them to be complicit in an illegal certification, and it's unfortunately coming from the Supreme Court. They don't care. Yeah. Um, so I think they need to hold the line. Uh, I think this is an extremely unpopular and desperate move mm -hmm. by the Secretary of State because all we're asking for is compliance with the election code, and there are things that we're asking for real time right now, like the cast vote records that I just mentioned. We can do many micro audits in every county, in every race, in, uh, in, a, in a manner of, of just a few hours to see if there's mm -hmm. any digital manipulation. And they're withholding those records. We have a county commissioner in Sandoval County that asked for them, and they were told flat out, you can't have the record. Hmm. Uh, we're seeing so a lot of the same thing in Georgia where, uh, you know, Garland Favorito at Voter GA asked for all the uh, ballot images from and the ballots themselves in the recent primary as because they're public records and, and Raffensperger is putting, you know, threatening counties not to, with, with you know, give the information. Yeah. You actually had something in DeKalb County and it was a Democrat mm -hmm. race. It was, yeah. I think it was a commissioner race where the, the machine counted loser challenged the results yeah. that did a hand count and she was the winner. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, no matter where you look, we use the same machines that you all do in Georgia. We use the same machines that they use in Antrim County, Michigan, where we saw 7,000 votes that were flipped from Trump to Biden. Uh, so right. this, this is a, a crisis across the country. And um, I, I hope that our commissioners will demonstrate uh, courage and hold the line. Does this, and you may not know this, but does the cast record, I think you called it, does that apply to most counties or most jurisdictions that use the machines, no matter if, if they're similar branding or? Yeah, whether it's ESNS, Hart, mm -hmm. Dominion, Unison, they should have the ability to take a cast vote record. What mm -hmm. we're seeing now is ESNS is trying to get ahead of this, and they're trying to remove mm -hmm. all auditable trails. So they're mm -hmm. basically instructing clerks to not take or have the capability to take a cast vote record, or yeah. they'll uh, make it optional to not take ballot images. And so what they're doing is they're removing parts of the, the election process where it makes it more difficult to, to truly audit what's going on in the machines. Um, yeah. so they know that we know um, what the cast vote record means. And now they're withholding it and they're advising clerks 
to, to, to uh, basically take on systems where you can't audit the machines themselves. We've also seen uh, Raffensperger directing counties to destroy uh, the surveillance video and also the voting records uh, from the machines in Georgia. Um, so, Well, one of our big findings in, in Otero during an audit is we found out that Dominion came in and wiped, deleted the entire November 2020 election project file, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. violates federal state law. Yeah. And we're finding out that, that that has happened systematically throughout the country. That's what um, Tina Peters tried to out, right? Or something similar. Yeah, yeah she, she actually demonstrated proof that that, that occurred. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so we had a similar breakthrough here in Otero. And you would think that, you know, the attorney general, instead of threatening our commissioners, would investigate mm -hmm. that mass deletion and violation of the law. Right. Uh, but this is this is the Santa Fe ring. I mean, we, we are known historically for corruption in New Mexico. I think that we are the really the lab that or the incubator. Mm -hmm. For corruption and unfortunately these designs that you're seeing um, from the election cartel are widespread and and we're seeing evidence of this across the country i think obviously the people even in the gop were involved in this somehow for their own benefit over time and they don't want all of that to come out just as bad as the left doesn't want things to come out uh, on what's been going on so uh what about the CISA report how, how did that impact what you're doing that came out a few a week or so ago? Well, it just confirms what we've already been saying from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You had this narrative from CISA and Chris mm -hmm. Krebs that this was the safest and most secure election. And then you have this report that's been covered up that says the exact opposite. You've got massive vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. And you also had Alex Halderman, who is the, uh, the expert, who, uh, interestingly enough, from 2017 to 2020 was a credible expert that everyone listened to about vulnerabilities. And then he disappeared. He, he basically mm -hmm. fell off the map as soon as Biden was installed. And mm -hmm. we see the same phenomenon with a lot of uh, people that seem to have the bona fides and the expertise to talk about vulnerabilities like Harry Hursty and Philip Stark. Mm -hmm. But as, but you could tell that their aims were purely political mm -hmm. or they'd be speaking up right now, just like we have clips of Democrats talking about the worries of the same machines, the same software that are in use right now are absolutely silent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I've got questions about Halderman's uh, moral compass, but mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is he was telling the truth back before 2020 and sure. the leak of his presentations and the report have all but confirmed that, that this is, this is a real problem. And um, I think it was judge Nina Totenberg out of Georgia yes. that had a sealed report and she mentioned that it wasn't a matter if if Dominion uh, could perpetuate fraud. It was just a matter of of, of when. Well, she declared she declared the elections illegal, but then sealed the report for two years and wouldn't give any relief. And I know that uh, voter GA is still fighting to get that relief in Georgia because they're using illegal systems, yeah. claiming by a federal judge. So, uh, what's next for you? What what do you what do you have on the plate going forward? Well, I'm going to go to two counties tomorrow, um, mm -hmm. and I'm going to implore the commissions to withhold certification, but that's not without risk for them mm -hmm. uh, because mm -hmm. this is highly politicized. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden is actually making a visit to New Mexico and he has a habit of either sending Kamala or himself or Jill. Anytime there's a certification of election, they show up to, to strong arm the officials to tell them they, that, hey, we've got your back. And in the, in the meantime, honest officials like our commission are being threatened with uh, being jailed or yeah. prosecuted. 
So I'm going to keep on doing this. This strategy is something that empowers we the people. It's based mm -hmm. on public trust. Uh, we don't want to put our fate in the hands of an unaccountable judge because that's what happened with all of these mass dismissals under standing grounds is that you had hundreds right. and hundreds of lawsuits where they never addressed the merits. Right. And we don't necessarily want to be battling in a field where we have to get an entire rhino legislature on the same page. It's not working. So um, our mantra is to fix your county. Mm -hmm. Fix your county, you fix your country. Yeah. And um, so I've been to 35 plus states in person over the past calendar year to do what we're doing in New Mexico is we're looking for counties to run straight paper Amish elections. And think of this as Jenga. You've got the Jenga mm -hmm. tower. And we mm -hmm. want to start pulling Jenga blocks where we can now compare straight, honest, paper-based elections with right. the machine-driven fraud ones. Because if we can demonstrate all of the anomalies that we have for the past calendar year with a completely machine-driven uh, scheme, just think of what we can prove when we start having a comparison between honest elections. It's a control group, essentially, right? It is. Yeah. And so we've seen that in Nye County. Uh, they had the 5-0 vote to get rid of the machines there. Um, Jim Marchant led that effort. He just won the primary mm -hmm. in Nevada uh, as a as a quote unquote election denier. Uh, yeah. more of that we saw a 3-0 vote in Esmeralda County to get rid of the machines. We saw a 2-1 vote in Rio Blanca County. We've got the vote in Otero County. So we've got something, but it's it's going to come to a boiling point mm -hmm. where the commissions and the local authorities are going to have to figure out whether or not they really have true power or authority, or if it's just symbolic. And if it's just symbolic and they're going to be told what to do by the secretary of state, then make them certify it. But wash your hands of this corruption sure. and stand up for we the people. So that's the message that that we're promoting across the country. We're seeing some headway, um, but we need it's not a legal issue. This is a courage yeah. issue. So so that was my question. My last one. If, if they don't certify, then secretary of state has the option to certify or how would that play out? No. In fact, the, the, the power of certification of post-election results, at least in our state, uh -huh. exclusively vests with the county commission. Uh -huh. And so if they could, they would. That's why they're threatening them that if you don't, virtually at gunpoint, we're right. going to refer you to criminal for criminal prosecution. Or they might be able to remove them from office. But um, from our election code, the secretary of state can only certify results after she receives them from the county level. So you've got a certification process that's tiered. You got the precinct certification. It goes up to the clerk. The clerk submits the things yeah. to the county. And once all 33 counties in New Mexico are certified, the secretary of state can give the final certification. But when you withhold it. So you could stop certification with one or two counties not certified? Am, am I seeing that correctly? If we actually believe in separation of powers and checks and balances and, and a federal uh, a federalist government, yes, it's exactly wow. what, what we're telling wow. people is that you can withhold it. Um, if power is just a one-way ratchet and this is ministerial, mm -hmm. then it's not it's not power at all. Um, so the secretary of state is, you know, she knows that she's in trouble because the mm -hmm. facts are on our side. The truth is on our side. And right now they're, they're using their weapons that they're used to. They're used to using the courts and yes, having sure. in our state. It's five progressive Democrats. Yeah. Um, our governor, progressive Democrat. Most of our counties are run by uh, Soros funded progressive Democrats. Yeah. Um, so they're going to yield the what they're going to use the weapons that they're comfortable with, which is the propaganda media and the bludgeon of, of government. And what we need mm -hmm. to do is leverage our strength, which is our numbers. It's the fact that the power really does start and stop with 
officials at the local level. We just need them to stand up. So how can people help your effort, David? Well, pray. <laughs> this is a spiritual <laughs> battle, man. Uh, we need prayers. We, yeah. need, we need the righteous yeah. cause of, of, of liberty on our side, and we, 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 need, we need help. And it's going to have to be supernatural. Um, yeah. You can use a search tool and search out our county commissioners in Otero County and send them an email encouraging them, uh, calling mm -hmm. them. And likewise, condemning the tyrants, uh, our secretary of state, the attorney general, they need to be shamed for what they're doing um, and be activists in your own county. Um, mm -hmm. we, we need there to be more stores than just Otero and Nye County. We need examples of this that we're not even touching for people that we don't even yeah. know are doing yeah. the same thing. We've got the model. We've got the strategy. Um, We've got the law on our side. We've got the truth on our side. We just need people to stop watching other people do the work to show up to their county commission uh, meetings every two weeks and demand accountability. There has to be thousands of county election workers who know what's going on and are just scared to stand up and talk about it. Yeah, we hear it, we hear it from county workers all the time. We've got a county clerk mm -hmm. here that we just met and they feel like they're 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 handcuffed. But they see what we're seeing. And then I had a yeah. wonderful discussion with a secretary of state. I won't mention the state that I called and we talked for about an hour yesterday. Wow. And, and they want to do the right thing. The ones that the ones that care about the truth. Um, mm -hmm. So this is a watershed moment of, of just people having to be reawakened to what real justice is or what natural mm -hmm. law says. And natural mm -hmm. law, we get it from the Bible. And one of the things that I keep reminding people is that when you look at the book of Proverbs, the Lord, he abhors inaccurate weights and measures. It's an abomination. And our election mm. machines are nothing but tools to inaccurately weigh and measure and fractionalize and shuffle our voices. Um, yeah. so, so we have to keep telling people that it's not justice to follow um, illegal codes that yeah. were drafted or rules that were drafted by unaccountable agencies. I mean... The Constitution in Georgia, our state, mandates mm -hmm. that the legislature set the time, place, and manner for all of our election activity. And under the, the auspices of COVID, um, everyone started doing these emergency backroom deals that are mm -hmm. absolutely illegal. Yeah. David, thank you so much. We want to have you back on as this progresses. And uh, you may have uh, found the crack in the dam. But uh, oh. thank you for your time. Thank you, Todd. Lord willing, uh, there'll be more uh, good news to come, we hope. Take care, my friend. Cheers. Okay. God bless. Take care.